0: Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of GoreCom, in which we speak to small cap executives right after they put out important news. In this case, it's not one, but two big press releases within 24 hours. We're talking to Steve McCauley, CEO of Empire Clinics, trades on the CSC, under the stock symbol CBDT, and for our friends in the U.S., EPWCF, and in Frankfurt, AEC. Now, the two headlines that we're going to talk about first, first one came out, 24 48 hours ago, Empire Clinics acquires medical laboratory capable processing, 4,000 COVID tests per day. And the second one is Empire Clinics new medical lab commences, uh, commences COVID testing for a major TV and film studio. Steve, welcome back.
1: George, thank you. Always a pleasure to be on your show.
0: Back to back, <laughs> I don't think we've ever done this before. So let's go through them one by one because you can't do one without the other. First of all, how big are these announcements? The first one for the acquiring the medical lab, how big is that in terms of just business expansion, taking the, taking the company to the next level? And the second one in terms of commercial acceptance, you're going to do a thousand specimens over 30 days. Uh, what, what do each of those mean to the, and what should shareholders be taking away from that?
1: Yeah, this is a material um, announcement for us in terms of acquiring uh, CHI Medical Laboratory. Um, This is a great um, operation, state-of-the-art diagnostic and lab equipment in the heart of the medical center in Dallas, Texas. And this for us is this next phase as we're developing our integrated healthcare model to start to diversify our revenue streams and diversify our geography. So what I don't want us to do is always have a concentration in one market, like like Arizona, as an example. We really like what's happening in Arizona, but we need to always think of de-risking the long-term business model and creating diversification. This is a, a really important step. So remember, we announced our four-phase rollout of COVID-19 testing um, some time ago. And one of the important parts of the whole COVID supply chain is the PCR tests, kind of the gold standard of uh, COVID-19 testing. Ultimately to be a successful player in uh, with scale on running PCR tests nationwide you need to own a lab. You have to be able to control the work the distribution of specimens, and control the turnaround time and the quality. So we've been on the hunt for a lab acquisition as a result. We happened to connect with Yoshi Tyler and Michael Haynes in Dallas, and we were able to get uh, what we think is a very good transaction done for both parties. And uh, the closing just took place a couple days ago, and we're continuing to work through our integration and, and opening up the new markets.
0: And let's talk about the economics of the lab before we hop on to 24 hours later, you get your first really big high profile kind of, kind of contract. Uh, 4,000 tests per day is what it's capable of. Uh, just break down, if you can, the revenue model there, what that potentially looks like. Because we know, to be clear, you're not doing 4,000 tests a day right now, but right. that's where you can get to. So let, let's talk about, about the revenue model there.
1: Yeah, so when we break it down specifically for COVID-19, so we can do many other types of uh, test uh, protocols, whether it's blood or toxicology or whatever the case may be, but we're very focused because the demand is there right now on COVID-19 testing, PCR and antibody testing. And so our capacity models are based on taking our diagnostic machinery and understanding how many samples at a time you can process. So uh, without being too technical, we can process, uh, we have a 384 specimen well um, that will run um, the PCR uh, analysis to come up with the result. Um, We can run four to five of those uh, 384 wells in an eight hour shift. So we just start to extrapolate and multiply. So that's where if we look at just running two shifts in a day, um, we're gonna get ourselves in excess of 4,000 specimens at full capacity. The revenue model associated like that with that is really a, co- uh, a blend of whether it's wholesale work or kind of retail work. So wholesale work tends to be somewhere in the range of $85 to $100 uh, US per specimen to wow. the latter. If we actually source the contract ourselves, and are managing the specimen collection at point of sale or uh, point of business, then that piece of the revenue expands again and that can run anywhere between 125 US to say 175 US and and upward. And that's a bit of a range. So if we just run those numbers and run the capacity, um, there's a really significant market opportunity for us and it's why we work so hard to identify um, a high complexity CLIA and COLA certified lab. And it just so happens that we could strike a deal um, with Yoshi and Michael that really made sense for both parties.
0: So back of the napkin math, even if you're using your lower end of your price weight, let's say $80. And let's say instead of 4,000 tests a day, you're doing a thousand. So that's 25% of capacity. That's $80,000 a day in revenue that's pretty much all bottom line, I'm assuming once you take out, you know, the costs of the salaries and the hard costs that are there.
1: Yeah, so, um, and that's US dollars, uh, right? So, um, and and you're right, so, you know, this is, um, you know, is is a a nice margin uh, service. Um, We do have a cost of goods sold related to uh, the test and the protocols and and the uh, goods associated with running the tests. And then you have to burden the labor and overhead costs associated with it to come up with your kind of gross profit margin. But yeah, we're very, our our due diligence has shown that, you know, this is a very viable um, business model. And uh, we look forward to really throwing our energy behind uh, driving traffic into the lab, um, whether it's from our Sun Valley network uh, other enterprise contracts that we're chasing, our get back to work or get back to school initiatives that we're promoting heavily right now on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and the goal is to drive that margin and, c- and free cash flow back into CHI Medical Laboratories.
0: So let's talk about that because it's one thing to acquire a lab. It's one, it's a quite another, to actually start commercializing. So 24 hours later, now I have it a day later, you're announcing that you're, you're, you're running a uh, thousand COVID-19 tests for a major uh, film and television studio right off the So what does that do for commercial acceptance right off the bat to know that you've got that, you know, you've got that kind of testing going on?
1: Well, one of the things that um, everybody needs to understand about the team uh, that comes with uh, the Chi Medical uh, business and the acquisition is, One, their technical capability, the scientists, the lab techs, um, I mean, these people are trained specialists um, at processing diagnostics. Uh, The other thing is just how much pride they have in customer service, retention of customers, and this all-important facet of the industry right now, which is turnaround time. We must be able to turn around the the test results within that 12 to 24-hour period uh, Kai has always been extremely proficient at that aspect. So for us to take on a new contract where we're servicing large film and television productions and we're doing it with volume uh, and scale over a condensed period of time, we, are, we have the capacity to deliver on these thousand units. And in fact, we, can, we have the capacity to deliver many, many more, you know, a, a quantum times more than that per day with our capacity model. But to build credibility with large studios in a massive industry that currently, the Screen Actors Guild, the union behind the industry, has put a complete protocol for the industry to start back up operations again. And it requires significant COVID-19 testing on a very regular basis. And in the US, the general protocol is three times per week for everybody involved wow. in a particular production, so this is millions of uh, COVID nineteen tests that are uh, industry dependent now, uh, and we just want to be part of that ecosystem and demonstrate that that we can actually fill uh, the customer service requirements and the demand necessary.
0: And the partnership that brought that that brought this latest agreement, the one you announced yesterday, um, they've already had. Kai, they've already brought six of these to Kai Medical. I guess the other ones were prior to the acquisition. So, is it fair to say that th- this is why you had that emphasis on the acquisition press release, where you're talking about we think we're going to have, you know, a, a major impact here on enterprise, especially uh, film and film and TV studios?
1: Yeah, it is. So we're working with um, a number of different players. Um, This is a very big industry. There are many touch points. There are a number of parties who um, are doing different parts of servicing this uh, COVID-19 testing responsibility. So we have different partners that we're working with. The the one particular uh, service contract that we entered into back in September is one group who are dedicated to uh, serving, you know, film and television industry. And we happen to be, you know, one of their uh, lab partners, they, they, they will undoubtedly have other lab partners in different parts of the country. We're just honored to be one of those partners. And we want to make sure that we're, you know, doing our job on their behalf. Uh, and we look forward to, you know, servicing more contracts with them and more business in different parts of the United States going forward.
0: And the numbers are there. We know that the that the this this industry, film and TV, is losing literally billions and billions of dollars this year. They need to get back to work. They're gonna run out of inventory. There are so many shows that have been left. Ha- I mean, I, I watch, for example, the show Billions, and uh, they put the first half of the season in the can and haven't been able to film since. So they're they're losing a ton of money. Everyone, the everyone, the whole ecosystem is losing money. So would it be fair to say, Steve, that that industry there is not only highly motivated, but they have the economics that warrant it. It's another thing for GoreCom having issues. I have to think about, hey, can I be spending five or ten thousand dollars a day on tests, you know, to get my business back up and running versus a film studio that, you know, a thousand specimens are gonna look going to cost at a hundred thousand dollars, which is peanuts compared to the the hundreds of millions and billions that they that they're losing.
1: Yeah, you're, you're totally correct. I mean, the, the, you know, this is the scale of, you know, large numbers. So the, the economic impact that the industry is losing um, is literally billions. There are tens, hundreds of thousands of people unemployed as a result, yep. waiting to get back to work. So the regulatory bodies, uh, the state boards, the, the unions that represent everybody have said, okay, we get it, but here are the rules uh, of engagement. And as long as you, you know, abide by the rules, we'll let you get back to work. So we are trying to take advantage of our capabilities as clinicians, um, our, we have an expertise in managing the patient experience, we have a COVID team in our Sun Valley group, we have phlebotomists, and now we have CHI Medical Laboratory to add capability, cachet, um, expertise, and then ultimately uh, be able to chase after um, this really solid, great revenue that's available. Um, And we wanna be a strong player nationwide in some of these big sectors.
0: Fair to say that where the company, we'll we'll leave it off with this, the nature of Empower Clinics has almost complete changed from where it was on January the 1st. At that point, you were more of a CBD life sciences, and that's still part of what you do. Uh, at the clinic level, but given the growth in phase one, phase two, phase three, and now you're moving into heavy phase four, exactly what you said was going to happen has happened. Um, You know, is it fair to say that the nature of the company is really changing significantly and for the better?
1: Well, I think that some aspects are definitely changing for sure. So we have always been a clinic operator. Um, What's changing are the type of diversified services physician-based services that we're offering through our clinics. We're having to make sure that we're moving where the market is um, and that we're not left behind with a business model that really is um, slowing down or not functioning. Um, I see us long-term as an integrated healthcare company with uh, diverse physician-based services, managing many hundreds of thousands and millions of patients. In multi-states in the United States, Uh, I see us in the near term having a new footprint coming in Canadian markets and I see us serving a variety of different alternative physician-based treatment options to the many millions of patients that we want to access in the future. Keeping in mind that our technology layer is extremely important, Uh, telehealth has become very very prominent for us in our clinics in the Pacific Northwest, and also in Arizona, we're using telemedicine every single day. And we expect to be able to leverage that technology and capability in the future as well.
0: Yeah, the way I see it, the company is starting to morph into, you know, it's just starting to get bigger bigger on its core competency, but getting bigger bigger. You're starting to get into the uh, Well Health. Everyone knows that company. Cloud MD, because the telemedicine, the power you have in telemedicine. So I think in the next 12 months, it seems like that's where the company's morphing into.
1: Yeah, and I think, um, you know, when you really look at this uh, from a financial and analytical standpoint, which, you know, uh, many of your followers are, you know, trying to make decisions on whether to support a company like ours or not. So I think, you know, comparing us to Well Health and Cloud MD. Is quite appropriate. Now, what's interesting is if you look at their stocks today, they're you know they've been on a rise like crazy. They're trading at a, um, twenty-seven times revenue. If we traded at half of that multiple today, we would be a fifty-cent stock with a you know uh, a fifty million dollar market cap. Uh, we add in Chi Medical and the potential of many million dollars of revenue. You know, we have the potential of of breaking through $10 million U.S. revenue, like, really quickly into 2021. Uh, Imagine if we start to get that type of multiple that our close comps are getting. I think that we present a tremendous value today to our existing investors and new investors. And my message would be to our existing shareholders, you know, stick with us. Uh, there's some great upside potential um, that we see coming. And if you happen to be, you know, in well or CloudMD and, and you did great on the ride up over the next six months.
0: Or if you it, missed it and you're kicking yourself for missing it.
1: Yeah, or if you missed it. Um, I think yeah, we, you
0: potentially, we want to make sure we're telling everyone, I don't think Steve is giving guidance here, but okay. it's, it's the company's just shaping up that way. So if you, if you miss those, you might, you may have another shot at the can, right? Another- well,
1: I think there's an opportunity. I mean, we're, you know, we're hovering around, you know, five cents Canadian as a stock. We're getting, we had, we've had a lot of liquidity as a result of the recent announcements over the last 24 hours, um, somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 million shares traded over the last, uh, you know, two three days. And so I, I'm optimistic about the liquidity that we're getting. Um, we need to keep executing, and my belief is that's this price movement and fresh, you know, on, um, you know, new interest, new buyers will come. And with that tends to begin to get that price lift and the better valuation, you know, we deserve a much better valuation to our revenues. You know, we're already doing 5 million Canadian in revenue right now through our existing clinics. We now add on uh Kai medical, we add on another nice acquisition perhaps in the Canadian markets and uh, we start to get rewarded on our enterprise value, and and that our revenue to enterprise value multiple, get it back up to where it should be.
0: Yeah, for those of you who do, we'll we'll end it off with this. For those of you who are new to the story, it's probably gonna be a lot of you because as Empower has been trading big volume and obviously a lot of that's come from new blood, make sure you go back on Agoracom and take a look at some of the summaries where we got a nice nice neatly wrapped up here. Uh, The trend, Q4, full year 2019, Q1 2020, Q2 2020. Revenue's up income up, patient visits up, everything is going that way. And now Kai Medical Lab, man, that has the ability. We don't know, but given Steve's track record for taking over the company in 2019 and where he's brought it to, he's proven himself. And if Kai Medical can live up to half the expectations of what we think it's possible, it's a brand new ball game in the next six to 12 months. Congratulations, Steve. We know you're at your cottage, so sorry that we got you. Kind of at your cottage, but we thought it was important for you to to really talk to everybody about uh, what you guys have achieved.
1: Yeah, George, thank you. This I uh, really enjoy talking to your audience, and uh, thank you again for having me on your show. Anytime
0: you listen, you keep <laughs> you keep bringing up news like this. We'll keep having you, okay? And the way you're going, we may be back on here tomorrow, for all I know. And I don't know anything, by the way. And I'm saying that tongue in cheek. But uh, for everyone at home, you've been watching or you've been tuning in by podcast, listening to Steve McCauley. He's a CEO uh, at Empire Clinics that trades on the CSC under the stock symbol CBDT for a friend south of the border, EPWCF. And for our friends in Europe, 8EC on Frankfurt. You've heard everything, you've watched everything. Now you got to do your due diligence. Get to Agorcom, get to the Empire Hub. We know there's a lot of information to absorb here. We've got it neatly laid out for you, really up to date, so you can you know, kind of revisit everything you heard, watch these videos again, and hopefully you've discovered your next Well Health, your next Cloud MD, and your next great small cap company. Have a great day.
1: See you next time.